Hello. This is your mind ranting. Today is the 9th of March, 2022. This might be my most my most open episode. And please bear with me as uh, uh, we just had a recent death in the family. My father-in-law died at 60 years young. And there's been a lot of deep reflection, a lot of me leaning onto the Stoics and Memento Mori and, you know, me fighting the fact that the old me wants to believe that there is an afterlife and there's a part of me that understands that when we're gone, well, that's pretty much it. We don't necessarily die off completely because we are still energy. It's, we're still constant in a way. So I've been going through that a lot. He was a great man. He was a troubled man. And it usually takes traumatic events like this to realize that. Sometimes we did our best to defend our parents from some of the evils they've done. But their evils are minuscule compared to the good they have done. We have to remember that they, they were human beings. They were flawed, no matter how much we saw them when we were younger. If we saw them as supermen, superwomen, awesome parents. It's usually during events like this where you reflect, you realize they were human beings and that makes you love them even more. So in honor to my father-in-law, this episode will be dedicated to him and I'm sure he would want me to rant as normal. He would want me to keep doing the damn thing. That's what he would always say. Having him listen to this podcast and having me having him critique the shit out of it like in the previous episode and actually having really good words of in, of of instruction on how to present a more fluid, a more informative, a more entertaining podcast because that's what I want to be. And unfortunately, I simply don't have that guidance anymore. And it's upsetting, to say the least. So here's to you, old man. While we're on the note of grieving and reflecting on our parents' lives as they moved on into the afterlife or into ashes, into the ground, whatever you may all believe. You have to get over the hump. And so this is your mind rantings. Um, let's call it another, another resource checklist. I know most of the resources I mentioned were about books, online articles, blogs, 
this particular uh, resource checklist would be about death. More specifically, the death of a loved one and the, the ramifications and the aftermath of the passing. We're talking about the physical, the mental, and the uh, social toll it takes on families. So number one, the number one thing I would recommend to you all is, first off, hug your loved ones and hug your siblings. Someone just died. A beautiful kindred soul and even the lowest of low people, which my father-in-law was nowhere near. Even those people were lovely souls at one point. They have many regrets, many things that they could have done. And we should be fortunate enough to be able to say that we can do those things only for so long, though, because we absolutely have no idea if we're going to die. Literally, I've been hearing macabre, joke, uh, macabre jokes about how if someone came to shoot us, we'd be basically chilling with the old man. Is it dark as fuck? Absolutely. In fact, I was kind of a little afraid of people making these jokes. But on that same note, I couldn't help but to notice that it was their way of grieving and of coping the death of their father, of our father. So hug them, let them know that you love them, understand that this world is infinite, but we are not, we are but flesh and bone, and we must rely on momentum mori. We must rely on our deaths, our impending deaths, our inevitable deaths to persevere. And the best way to persevere as a family is to be together. It sucks that sometimes a death is what makes a family come together. And it shouldn't be that way. But I get it. People have their lives to live. So, yes, hug your loved ones. Number two. Please, please do not fight for the man's belongings or your mother's belongings before they were placed in the ground or before they were cremated. I've heard horror stories. Thankfully, nothing like that has happened with us. I've heard horror stories of children fighting over inheritances, of, over homes, over jewelry, over money. Of a person, some people just possibly didn't care about they only wanted the monetary value and I've heard this plenty of times from people whose parents weren't even dead and they were not ashamed to say I can't wait till they die because that means I will get whatever they have I will get their houses and I will get their classical cars I was shocked that there were people out there like that. They were biding their time to come up on materialistic objects that for some reason they won't get to be buried with. They'll have that momentary joy with it and then when they perish, when they pass on, 
that stuff most likely will either get junked or the kid will donate it or they might just end up keeping it and then you just keep this greedy cycle going. So um, the resource checklist item number two for grieving is don't fight over the man or your mother's belongings. Number three is having your funeral costs together. Is it a scary subject to talk about with your folks? Yes. But nothing is for certain, especially if you've seen on the fucking news. Um, well, the invasion of Ukraine, <clears throat> while unfortunate, has been brewing. And, you know, Putin has been just one mad son of a bitch and just needed and it, a shitty excuse to invade the Ukraine. So fuck that guy. But yes, events are unfortunate. Events can spiral out of control and death of a family member is no exception. And this is where it comes, where it comes to be helpful to have a plan for your folks. So sit down with them, talk about funeral arrangements, ask them what they would like done, what they like to be buried, where people can come visit them, what they like to be cremated, what they like to be spread across the ocean, things of that sort. I had a weird conversation with my grandparents a while back. I didn't like it one bit, but I think it was needed to be said. Um, my grandfather suggested that he would like me to throw him in the uh, Pacific Ocean. Specifically over in Tijuana is where he's from. So as much as it as I hate to say, um, I agreed with him. I said, okay, on two conditions. One, I get one of your watches. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm making a light situation of this. I, I, I'm finally just kind of, it, it finally has registered in my brain that, you know, my father-in-law is gone. And the fact that I'm talking about this is a little... Cringy. And so, and I'm pacing back and forth too. I just can't really get a clear thought in. But yeah, he mentioned that he wanted to be thrown across the Pacific Ocean in Tijuana, and on the condition that I get a couple, of, I get one of his watches, and I get a pair of his boots. Uh, the pair of boots. Um, I will never fit into them. However, I would still like them as a, as a memory or I can use the leather to make um, a trinket of some sort. Maybe like a bear. But, yeah. So, yeah, step three. Talk to your folks about this subject. Step four. Give yourself some breathing time. You just lost somebody. You have no idea what to do with your hands or your mental state. If you need to go for a walk, go for a walk. If you need to listen to music, listen to some music. If you need to try out a new habit, which 
I've done. I've been doing a lot more video journals and a lot more audio journals on top of my writing. Um, you can definitely do that. Just give yourself give yourself the space to clear your mind. I'm not telling you to forget about them. But I want you to block out your mind for a few minutes or maybe a couple hours if need be. Play some video games, go for a walk. I hate to admit this. ATF, don't come after me. If you want to go smoke some marijuana, um, by all means, go for it. Just come back to the process of uh, taking care of your loved one. We need you, they need you sharp. They need you with a clear mind. Yes, you can still have your moments of grief, but they need you with a clear mind to make sure they're able to rest. And number five um, of this resource checklist on a family member's death, I would honestly have to say understand that the person who passed away didn't want you to cry. Understand that the person who passed away wanted you to rejoice. To understand that they are absolutely grateful for the amount of time they've spent with you. Now this isn't the case with all families. I want to make a note of that. I know there's families that hate each other. Family members that just despise looking at at each other I get it but in the off chance that you actually love the person who passed away understand that they would never like to see you sad They'll, they want to see you joyful they understand that you know the human capability of suffering and the amount of pain we put ourselves through for you know for material wealth and for spiritual growth. So they understand your suffering and they appreciate it if they happen to be, if they were, if they were alive and they could see the pain that their death has put on the minds of their loved ones, um, they would feel absolutely horrible. But they would also rejoice that they got to spend plenty of time with you. They've got to grow alongside with you. They got to see you suffer. They got to see you uh, feel pain. They've gotten to see you smile. And for what it's worth, that, that means a lot. I've had some quite painful moments with my father-in-law and some lovely ones. The great thing was... They were more so lovely. The man was rather interesting. Flawed as hell, but he helped me understand the power of meditation, of prayer a lot more than what I would have ever gotten out of books or whatever I would have gotten out of experts from meditation because, you know, he was barely starting it up again. The man was 
spectacular event and changed lives literally as a addiction counselor. I've got to attend one of his classes and I've got to hear and I just attended it just to see what he was all about and you know the cool thing is that his people were fine with me being in there listening to their stories and it was quite captivating it was life-changing and well that industry lost a good one he was absolutely amazing. Oh, and he was great with his hands. Not boxing-wise, but he had a massage, uh, he had a massage therapy uh, place as well. And by place, we mean his home. Uh, but he had legit business. He had a legit... Um, he had a legit license for massage therapy. Yeah. Look at that. You're an uh, alcohol and addiction counselor and a massage therapist. That is quite a uh, that is quite something and they're both supposed to make you feel real good one physically one mentally so kudos to that man I think this resource list is as far as I want to go um, so yeah embrace your loved ones try not to fight over the people's possessions Talk about this kind of stuff with your parents or with your loved ones openly. And understand that the people, um, the people that, who have passed on were absolutely happy to see you and to love you. And yeah, that's really all there is to it. Please take care of yourselves. I hope you are all well. I will get back into the rhythm of things. It's been a hectic week. Um, the financial, the mental, and the physical toll uh, this death has brought onto us is quite strenuous, but we gotta keep uh, pursuing um, better and better. And we have to keep ranting about things. And if ranting about death is what's going to help me get through this, um, that's what I'm going to do about. There's a lot of intricacies that I finally got to see about funeral costs, about funeral arrangements, church services, that sort of stuff. It's quite extensive. It is mind-boggling and... Yeah. Please take care of yourselves, hug your loved ones, and until next time, I'll see you.